16 past six. Lucy Braden with you on Drive. And it's time to talk addictions, whether it is, and I'm talking screen addictions, whether you are a little obsessed with the iPad, video games, the computer screen, let me know. One texter says... (laughs) We have screen-free days on tea days. So Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Parents have to do it too. That is a good thing. Now and then we'll swap a day. For example, on weekends, if one day is more indoor weather than the other. It's awesome. I love that idea. Do you have people in your life obsessed with a screen, whether it's iPad, video games, computers, anything. New research is out today and it shows the very serious impacts of a child's addiction to screens and finding that overuse can cause teenagers to behave like toddlers. Jill Sweetman is one of the nation's leading experts on the neurological impacts that screens and gaming is having on our children and joins us now. Jill, hello. Thanks for your time. It's a pleasure to be with you, Lucy. Thank you for having me. Now, you're a neuroscience specialist in learning and development, and you've been looking at this four-year study from the University of Sydney. What does it tell us? It tells us a lot of things, but I think what's impressive about this is that it's a world first. I think it's a world first on two levels. One is it looks at internet addiction causing emotional problems, not the other way around. And secondly, uh, as you said before, it's looking at teenagers acting like toddlers. Now, while we may put a smile on our face and we've all seen toddlers three years of age with a red face and stomping their feet and screaming loudly, that looks very different in a 14 to a 17-year-old. And I've been privy to children of the latter age group experiencing terrible trauma by having the internet taken away from them but that trauma is translated in their behavior of horrific verbal abuse and physical attacks on some of their parents and and that's what worries me enormously. Mm. Um, One texter says we have screen free days on tea days so days starting with tea like Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday which I like. (laughs) Parents have to do it too. Is that one of the keys that parents get involved in this screen free time? Lucy, absolutely. And it is not by accident that the World Health Organization has in their guidelines stated that children under two years of age should have no screen time whatsoever. And if we look at that report, it shows that Australian children under two years of age are getting 14 hours a week. So we are disregarding the very important guidelines and children two to five years of age are getting 26 hours a week, which is four times the World Health Organization guidelines. Mm. Now, if we look at Steve Jobs, if we look at Bill Gates, if we look at these gurus in the tech industry, they have known for decades that we have had to be very, very careful with technology. It's well known that Steve Jobs didn't ever let his children use an iPad, as strange and crazy as that may sound today. (laughs) That does sound weird. (laughs) It does. And that Bill Gates didn't let his children have an iPhone until they were 14. So where 
we have to pay attention to the people who know, but for some reason we are normalising what has become in Australia a societal issue. And this is more serious than it first appears. What are your tips then, Jill? What do you think parents should do with children, teenagers who may be addicted to the screen? Well, first of all, to recognise, and this report bears this out, that any child has the opportunity to be addicted to the internet with overuse, with the compulsion to to use the screen. First of all, just to recognise that that indeed can be your own child. Mm. Secondly, it's extraordinarily important that the parent be the parent. The parent needs to set the guidelines and to follow through with those guidelines. We can't expect children to be their own fun barometer because children won't. Uh, Really, it's so important that screens are out of the bedroom. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yes, it is, because the report shows that well over 50% of children are unsupervised on the internet. And that's, Lucy, that's all ages. And my final big recommendation is that there are no screens at family meals. And in fact, I would recommend that there are more family meals and certainly no devices when we're out celebrating with the family or we're out at a restaurant. It, it, screens don't have to be our default. See, it seems like a given that we, you know, that there shouldn't be screens with dinner or screens in the bedroom, but that's, that's how children are being brought up these days. Times have changed. And there are families that choose not to do that, Lucy. And Mm. it seems that um, because somebody else is doing it, that we should also do it. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in with with our academic standards not being anywhere near where we should be internationally. And in fact, you may be aware and your listeners uh, either may or may not be aware that France is way ahead of the world in this regard. It was President Macron who was the first to say he didn't want 15-year-olds with mobile phones in schools. And um, just recently on a trip to the the UK, I spoke to a parent who said, Jill, it is considered bad parenting in Europe to put a device in front of a child. Interesting. So, I wonder if that could be the norm in uh, in Tasmania or Australia. Well, I think it's going to have to get to that position because what's happening is screens are not benign. They are, they are not neutral. And to hand a child a device begins that process of wanting more and more and the compulsion. And therefore, that's when the changes in the brain occur. And if we are talking about our children and our future generation having their brains altered or changed or damaged, I don't think we have a more important topic. Jill, it's been really great to catch up with you and to talk through this. Certainly um, some food for thought there, and it will probably make a lot of parents think twice about screens at the dinner table. Thanks for your time. It's my pleasure. I hope we can do it again, Lucy. Me too. Jill Sweetman there, neuroscience specialist in learning and development. 25 past six... Edith Bevan will be presenting statewide evenings for the next five weeks. She is a big country music fan as well. So I wonder if you'll be hearing uh, more Keith Urban on the radio, maybe more Dolly Parton, maybe some 
early days Taylor Swift. I'd be very, very happy with that. Edith, hello. 